Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, everyone, welcome into another episode of Believe in Florida Gators. I'm your host, Zach Goodall. Uh, make sure to throw me a follow on Twitter at Zach underscore Goodall, as well as my co-host, Demetrius Harvey. You can find him at Demetrius82. Uh, we've done a couple episodes now. Uh, we're really getting into things here at Believe in Florida Gators. Uh, last week, we had Brandon Carroll on to preview the spring game, talk about Florida basketball. Uh, our listen, our downloads for that were, were really incredible. We've been really pleased with everyone that's been tuning in and, uh, and giving us a chance here. Uh, we're hoping that you guys are enjoying the content, and we've got a lot to bring to you today. Before we get that rolling, Demetrius, I'll let you uh, introduce yourself once again. Uh, say what's up to the people. Yeah, I appreciate you guys come, sticking around with us for another episode. Um, I hope you appreciated the, the content we gave out last week. Obviously, it was right before the spring game. So today we're going to get into the spring game and then we have another surprise and, and just a bunch of other stuff that we're going to get into, which should be great. I appreciate everybody's feedback and, and everything that you've been saying. I think that, you know, we're still growing, but, you know, we'll 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 get there eventually. And, and I hope you guys like it. The show is certainly growing today. Uh, we're very excited to welcome in uh, former Florida safety major, Wright. Uh, he's here to talk about some work he's been doing as of late. Uh, as well as Florida spring game. Uh, you know, we didn't really get a chance to recap it as we previewed the show last week. So now we'll be talking about Florida football with a former Florida football player. It's pretty perfect analysis. Uh, with that, Major, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, no problem. And thank you all for having me. So we'd like to get into the work you've been doing. Um, as of late, you, you've gotten on to an initiative called Good Deed Tuesday. Uh, you're helping out in the community. I know that you've also done a lot of writing. Uh, you had a book it was about a year ago that your first one came out, right? Yeah, yeah. It's um that is Major Pain. Um, it's a book that I would definitely recommend checking out. Major, if you'd like to go ahead and plug something from that book as well as Good Deed Tuesday, the work you've been doing in the community, the you know the floor is yours. Okay, so um, Major Pain is it's about confess. I mean, Major Pain, Confessions of a Smash Mouth Safety is about obstacles I faced on and off the football field and how football came about in my life, how I got introduced um, all the way until, you know, my last few days, which, you know, um, football ended up, you know, being over for me and, you know, me going through hell, trying to transition from football to figuring life out, you know. Um, and then, you know, after all that, like, dealing with going um three years without any income um and i had went flat broke you know went flat broke and just was going through hell um and one day man i seen a homeless guy uh just sitting on the curb i mean he's 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 sleep on the ground and i'm walking by and i walk by and i'm like man i haven't done anything good for anybody lately so i was like man let me let me do something for him so I woke him up. I'm like, yo, you want to go grab something to eat? And um, he was like, sure. I'm like, all right, let's 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 pick a spot, man. Let's sit down. Let's have a conversation. You know, I want to I wanna understand why you're in this situation. Because this can potentially be me laying on the ground. So I really wanted to know 
why? So we picked a nice spot and we sit down, we having us a good conversation and he's just opening up to me just like, man, um, the reason why I'm in this situation is because I robbed the bank, right? And he did 10 years. And when he got out, he had nobody that he can lean on, nobody to count on, you know? So the people that was taking care of him had passed away, his grandfather and grandmother. And his brother was nowhere near to be found. <laughs> so I'm like, whoa, what can I do right now to help you? He was like, man, right now I'm trying to get my ID. If I go get my ID, I'll be able to uh, get a job. If I, be, if I get a job, I'll be able to provide for myself, you know? And I'm like, ah, oh. like, bro, that's all you need, bro. Like, just ID. All right, look, I'm going to go get some of this money that I got, the little bit of money that I do got, and, and I'm going to give it to you. And I hope you do right by this money. So I gave it to him. And once I left, man, it, it felt like God had just rebirthed me right then. Just like I felt like God lifted a weight off me and I started walking fast. I felt like I had powers. Like I felt really good. Mm. Every Tuesday, I wanted to go out and I just really wanted to get that same feeling. So I started doing it. And next thing you know, like good things started happening in my life. Look, I wrote my first book, you know, started my own publishing company, you know, started my foundation, you know, started all of this stuff all because I started running into the right people because I kept putting out good energy. You know, everybody wants to be around somebody with good energy. I don't care what what type of person you are. Everybody want to be involved with somebody that's putting out good energy, you know. So I, I started being that person and just started putting out energy, putting out good energy, putting out good energy, and started aligning myself with different people, different groups, started hanging around people who, 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 who who's business owners, these big-time business owners, you know, who own these, these big-time companies, you know. So it started shifting my mind. It started shifting my thought process. And now it's like, wow, if they can do it, Major, why can't you do it? No doubt. It's that's inspiring, it, especially the story I didn't realize about, you know, how this domino effect got rolling. And I think that's something that's really important for people to realize in this day and age, too, especially with social media. Athletes are put on this pedestal. Right. And no one really thinks about, you know, where some of their money might come and go, how quickly it can just stop mm -hmm. coming in the situations that players like yourself find them in. So I personally am really glad that you're you know, shining a light on what those issues are. And still not making it about you. It, it still ends up being about the people that you can help from the position that you're in. Right. But at the end of the day, people will realize, at least I'd hope, that you know, players are people too. And it, this is something that they struggle with. And, and I'm really happy to see that you're doing this. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. And it, it hasn't, you know, things don't always be easy. But, man, me stand with a positive mindset. Like, mm -hmm. if the worst thing happened to me and I know that, I'm going to look on the brighter side of it, man, and just look at the, the positive outcome because me putting negative energy towards it just drives me deeper into something bad happening, you know? So, I mean, I'm always shifting my mind to, like, how can I do better? How can this become better? What can I do, you know? 
Absolutely. And, and, and major, just like Zach said, you know, just going out there and being a, a positive impact, it's really inspiring. And I guess that that's where you draw your inspiration from. And just, can you talk about, you know, uh, the process, I guess, of, of writing these two books and, or, you know, once a comic book, obviously, and just what do you expect or, or what do you hope that people will, will get out of this, especially the, the new one? I know that that's sort of going towards the children and things of that nature right now so so like for me like now writing is kind of like therapy you know mm -hmm. it feels really good to know i could put something out and people you know would receive something from it you know um and what i want people to really get from my good deed tuesday comic book is to learn like how how it feels to be in, in, in different shoes and how to be that person that gives out good energy that mm -hmm. continues to do good for others, you know, um, because things like you do for others, but things start happening for you as well. You know, <laughs> hey. it's mm -hmm. like in this comic book, I just want people to understand, like, listen, you ain't got to be a superhero. It, well, everybody could be a superhero, right? Mm -hmm. And you can activate your powers by basically doing good deeds. You know, it don't take it don't take much. You can activate your powers by basically doing for others and watch. And time and time will tell. Things will start just happening in your life out of the blue. You like wow, <laughs> oh God, oh, you know so. That's what I want people to get. And and we're gonna like with my because this is not we're not just doing a comic book, right? Sure. We're doing a whole teacher's guide mm -hmm. to where now this is implemented into schools, right? So do y'all remember Dare? Right. Yep. Yeah, of course. So GDT will be similar to Dare, but more impactful because now we're gonna break down how you treat people. Mm -hmm. Break it all down, peel all the layers down, and break down why it's important for you to treat people good. Have awesome. anybody, has anybody ever taught y'all how to treat people? I can credit my mom a lot for it. I was about to say, I, I would like to think that my parents have, have had an impact in that, at least. Because I yeah. know me growing up, like, they always told me, treat people how you want to be treated. Right. Like, did, do y'all hear that? Do oh, yeah. That? Absolutely. So what does that even mean? You treat people with respect and kindness and and hope that, you know, they'll reciprocate or, you know, but how if you, they don't, then that's fine. Everybody want to be treated with kindness, with, with love. That's with, fair. You know? Yeah. So mm -hmm. say that is just like, what does that even really mean? Because sure. that can be on any, any, any side, you know, like, mm -hmm. so we really break down how you treat people, how you're supposed to treat people. Like mm -hmm. we break it down and we, we, we create games. So to get kids to really tune in and buy into being a great classmate, you know, that being a great student, that, you know, mm -hmm. that sounds yeah, amazing. I love it. Mm -hmm. Where can, um, where can people find more information um, about this as well as I believe you guys are accepting donations too. Yeah. So y'all can go to good D Tuesday dot com and if you want to sponsor a class you can sponsor a class if you want to donate you know i do have a 501c3 um and you guys can donate and um and just continue to you know give to this amazing cause of us
continue to spread the word on giving back. No doubt. Awesome. Yeah, make sure to go and check that out at GoodDeedTuesday.com. Major, I would love to um, to keep you around to talk some spring football as well. Um, I know you were at the spring game for Florida. Uh, there's a new <laughs> there's a new energy. We talk about good energy. Uh, Florida is trying to create some good energy right now with the culture change, with Billy Napier now in charge at head coach after some turbulence um, following the SEC championship run in 2020 in the changing of coaching staffs that has come ever since. So before we talk any X's and O's, uh, any positive takeaways from the game or positions of need and whatnot, uh, from your experience now being in the swamp with the new staff, you know, meeting new coaches, seeing how players are reacting, what is the energy like uh, around Florida football right now? It's amazing. It's very high. It's very. It, we have very high frequency right now. It's, it's, and I love Billy, um, his energy that he brings. And I met him for the first time. Wednesday, last Wednesday, and man, he, he gave me some really good energy, you know, and that's what you look for in a coach because that's a trickle down to the team. It's a trickle down to the coaches, you know. What type of energy does this person bring? Is it high? Is it low? Is it mid? Is it just okay? Is this going to aggravate the fans? Is it going to, like, you know what I'm saying? But he has right energy he's coming in with the right set of mind he's coming in with the right mind and he's he's attacking all the things that we need and you know coaches is one him going after and going after making sure he's getting the right coaching staff in there that's very important to 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 winning a, a championship you know to building this thing to building this foundation it's very important to be able to have this foundation starting off with what we're bringing in as the coaches I know that you were around a very successful Florida football program, obviously. I mean, you contributed to some of the biggest successes in program history. Uh, but we've seen college football change, right? We've seen recruiting especially change in the arm race there. Uh, players, rightfully so, with NIL these days are looking to make a brand for themselves. And they're also looking for comfort. You know, players, once uh, this culture change began, one of the first things that stood out to them is, hey – we don't want these parking tickets anymore. We want to be able to park right near the stadium. You know, we're, we're looking for higher quality food than maybe reheated food from, from a cafe down the street. Uh, and Napier's put an emphasis on that. You know, with this new facility, they're going to have, I think, a head chef and 12 sous chefs underneath him. You know, he's making these little things they're taking care of. Um, from your experience in a winning football program, how, how do the little things, like what Napier has done right here at the start, go a big way in ensuring that people are buying into the culture, you know, how, how it's positively impacting their lives. I guess I should say. It's, it's valuable. It's important. It's all a part about getting the kids to buy in, you know, um, like if you coming in and you fixing these little things that we've been nagging, that we've been complaining about, like, obviously, you know, that's a part of getting me to buy into this coach. Um, you know, because in any, in any relationship is anything is always, you know, it's a, it's a give, it's, it's a give, you know, how, how we can feed each other, you know, right now he's doing the small things right now to build a bigger foundation for later, you know, getting the kids to buy into the program and understanding that the kids need this type of food because this is what they like at the end of the day, mm -hmm. it's what we like. So 
if we want to win, let's get the things that we like in so we can get things going, you know. And he's doing the, he's do, that, that, well, let me get back to that. That, that is, that's important and valuable to us as athletes. And sort of, you know, aside from that, obviously those little things are, are incredibly valuable to athletes, but it's the on the field work that's, that's going to be what, you know, you actually make your money on eventually, or, you know, you, how you can actually get better as a football player in general. Now going to the spring game, you know, what did you sort of see out of that team and sort of how it was coached maybe, or just, you know, any sort of takeaways that, that you would have in terms of, you know, what you saw from them positive, negative, or, or indifferent. Um, I think like, like for me, I don't, I don't really count spring game sure. something I count for what we're looking forward to. Like, cause I think it's a different mindset. You know what I'm saying? Like after, after camp, that's when you really understand what type of team you have. You know what I'm saying? Like right now. Okay. I can tell you, yeah, we got good energy on, you know, in our defensive front, you know, boom, it's good. All right. But now let's really dive into it. You know, camp is what builds the team. Mm. You know, we need that 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 those hard practices where you you see if these if, if the kid gonna end up quitting or what, what type of athlete athlete that you have when adversity is really handed to you. You know, like so I don't I don't buy into springness. I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'm excited. We got a new coaching staff, you know what I'm saying? So this is very exciting for me to see how they respond to what's going on right now. But for me personally, I have to see after camp to see where these dogs at, what position, Mm -hmm. you know, because there's going to be a lot of people that really arise to the occasion that y'all going, y'all don't even know much about right now. Because camp, they provided them an opportunity to step in, and now they really taking advantage of the opportunity. So right now, that's what I'm saying. Like it's so many components to it. I, I don't, I don't really look at it and, and don't really dissect it right now. But it was good to be out there and, and understand that the energy that Napier is, is bringing right now is amazing. And then just you know. Now that you you've sort of seen it, I guess. I mean, obviously, we don't have to get into like specifics or anything like that. But but just what are your just overall takeaways of a guy like Anthony Richardson? I mean, obviously, last year he comes in a, a couple games, has a standout performance against LSU. You know, he went a bit a little bit down to earth against Georgia. You know, put into a bad situation. But you know, the guy's obviously an athlete. So what what have you sort of seen from him? And and you know how how much further do you think he has to grow? Um, I love him. I love him him as our quarterback. He's he has all the components of a first rounder, you know. So um, we just have to get behind. Excuse me. We just got to get behind him and let him know we're here for him. You know, believe in him. Um, I think sometimes we as fans, and I'm talking from the fan side now, like we kind of we get so impatient let's go we need it now we got win now you know so it takes so much more for this player to develop man like he has it like 
I believe in him, you know. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think he's I think he's gonna be, you know, for sure a top 10 pick. I think this is gonna be his year. He really show everybody that hey, this is what I got, this is what I'm doing, it's my team, you know. Um, but you know, we, we gotta give him a chance too, you know. Last year, you know, it, it, you know, all that going on, that two quarterback, that's tough. Mm-hmm quarterback you know so let's just give him a chance and let's 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 get behind him and let him know we with him yeah to your point i i mean like you said we, we all know just how talented this guy is Demetrius, you pointed to some of the games last year you know mm-hmm. a quarterback that's 240 pounds running 21 miles an hour you know he's got some uh some of the throws he made against usf against lsu that rope to copeland in the back of the end zone the those are things that you can't teach. And in the spring game, we saw him have a really productive day. Uh, but again, to your point, Major, it, it is more than just the talent they put on the field. They're going to have to go through those off-season development phases that are really going to bring out the dog in them. But for Anthony, and I think this is a major point that Billy Napier made, you know, this spring gave him an opportunity to show how far he's come and how much further he's got to go at him saying, this is my team. You know, I, I I can run things here. I can be a leader. I can command respect for my teammates in addition to being extremely talented. And by all accounts, Richardson was able to show that. He, he did take command. Players respected him. You know, they obviously complimented his skill set. I think Kingsley Egwakon, the center, called him a freak show um, just because we know how talented he is. But it was the opportunity for him to come in, appear poised, take control, keep the offense in sync as – as players are still learning this install, you know, a new offense with new tendencies. Uh, from what I could tell, Richardson displayed that. The, the news that came out right after the spring game with his ticket, it, it seemed to be a step backwards. But at the same time, again, young guy making a mistake, obviously not doing something drastic. And when you when you go back and you look at what these players, what these coaches have said about him all spring – that really might just be a small blemish because, again, the, the reviews from everyone that is around him every day, that's not, you know, obviously reporters weren't with him in that car and this is all the, the only thing that they hear about right now. Everyone else, anyone else you talk to at any point during spring was saying, Anthony Richardson's got it. You know, he can be a leader for this team and we respect him as such. Uh, wh- what are your thoughts on that from being around him the other night, Major, the, I guess past couple days, uh, last week around the spring game? The, the attitude, the the leadership qualities that you picked up from him. Man, I love him, man. And I, I don't, like, I know him personally. So mm-hmm. not just what everybody feel and say. Like, I know him personally. I know his mom, you know, know his family. Like, I know him. Um, like, since he's been in Gainesville. You know, right. I haven't grown up, you know, I haven't mentored him growing up. But sure. since he's been in Gainesville, like, you know, I've been in contact with him, man. Man, he's an amazing kid, man. He has the leader skills, you know. And sometimes, sometimes it takes a little longer for, for, for people to really understand that you got it, you know. It's okay. Go out now, show what you got. So now, now it's his turn. Now I feel like now he has a little more oomph about him. He's aware of it. So now he's going to be more attentional of being more of a leader, you know, like, you got to be intentional about being a leader. So now right. he's being more vocal. He's he's doing those things that people say 
well, he ain't this, he ain't that, but he's doing it now. So, you know, and, and two, to comment on like the ticket, like, mm-hmm. like he's, he's human. We all human. We always, we be so focused on what everybody else doing. You know what I'm saying? When we ain't even all the way aligned, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So people focus on the wrong thing, but like, he's is a ticket, right? Ticket. I've got <laughs> tickets in my, yeah. I got plenty tickets. You know what I'm saying? Like I've, I've done yeah. that. Like that's a part of being a human. Yeah. <laughs> so why make a big deal about something that's not a big deal? Absolutely. I I think, you know, at least from when I, you know, saw the the ticket news and all those things, I mean, it just seemed like everyone was sort of, you know, putting it out there on a pedestal, like, oh, here it is, here it is. As if, you know, we haven't sped a couple times or done this or done that. It's not a huge deal. And it it never seemed like it was to me. Um, We didn't personally ride on it, but, you know, just in general, it seemed like a just a, a sort of sidetrack on, on what the overall point of, of Anthony Richardson is like, he's not a speeding ticket. It, you know, a speeding ticket isn't that serious of a deal to me at least. Um, but his leadership qualities, everything that you mentioned is what we've learned about him and sort of how he's able to take this team to the next level. Um, obviously it's an incredibly young team on defense, especially they're incredibly young. They have a lot of guys that are coming in, going to have to do different things. Um, at cornerback, Jason Marshall Jr. is supposed to be, you know, the next big thing at, at, at defensive back. And then Rashad Torrance in the back end. Just from a defensive pr- perspective, obviously, you played safety. You're able to, to to know it in the ins and outs of that position. How difficult is it for a young guy to come in and sort of um, command that, you know, leadership role on defense and also just learning the ins and outs of defense so easily in the secondary? Um, I mean, for a young guy to come in and mm-hmm. – and and do that like <laughs> that's 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 tough like yeah. to be like that 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 vocal but it can be done um and that's that that comes with time of play mm-hmm. because you could talk a lot say a lot but you know what you got to back it up you know so it could happen you know but just to come in right out the gate you know and, and already like that's hard because you already got guys who's 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 already been there who's really who you know been out there and went to war <laughs> you know what i'm saying for this team and the person who hasn't been to war for the team you can't you don't you don't have much say because you don't know what it feels like to be out there and, and fighting and battling you know going back and forth taking blows giving them back you know you don't have that you don't have them stripes under your, your your belt like that but i think after a few games you show the impact that you do have to the game then you get more respect you know you get more respect once you start your play starts speaking you ain't got to say much but y'all know what's up i'm out here in a record shop you know <laughs> i think we're talking to the rare uh role model in that exact sense i mean Freshman All-American, seven-game starter that year. I think you've come in and you've laid the foundation for how guys can do that at the University of Florida. And like you said earlier, too, you can't really put too much weight into a spring game performance. But I'll say, I mean, watching the secondary the other night, I think there's at least a lot of promise, uh, young promise, too. Yeah. Um, They were down their top two nickel corners and and an outside corner in Jordan Young, who's a rising redshirt freshman, comes in and balls out. A yeah. couple pass breakups, six tackles. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He was see, nice. You see how 
rising stars just start happening because mm -hmm. opportunity presents themselves. Yep. You know, so now this is what the coaches do. Now this guy came in and now he showed a side that dang, we didn't know, we didn't see. <laughs> so now guess what? We're gonna put him out on the duck truck. We're gonna give him a fighting truck. We're gonna give him a chance because he showed something, you know. So that's what like I, I'm trying to tell y'all, you have to really start, you know, see and see. Let this, let this, let the let the water calm down, you know. Once it calm down, then you'll see what's up. No better time to do that than during a coaching transition as well. You know, there aren't necessarily, I don't want to call them favorites, but maybe in the last regime, you know, they did tend to look at the upperclassmen as, hey, you've got experience, we need you. And now everyone's got a clean slate. So a guy like a Jordan Young gets that opportunity to now start fighting. A Tyreek Sapp, a D1 Black who is universally loved by the entire fan base for the obstacles that he was able to overcome to make sure he got to where he wanted to be, the University of Florida. I think they're in a good position there. Uh, just based off of what we've been able to see, um, stories that players told during the spring, not just the game, but the practices themselves. They've got guys that are hungry, and you want to see that, no doubt, some hunger to prove yourselves during a transition. You need it. You, you need, need it. Because that's where the, the hunger is where – the foundation is built at around the team, you know. And once, once the guys are hungry, we're gonna all go out there. We're gonna go eat. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Demetrius, any um, any final notes from spring that you want to touch on? Yeah, I mean, not necessarily from spring, but I, I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on this major. I mean, obviously, the college football world and recruiting has been dynamically changed now because of NIL. All that kind of stuff. I mean, first of all, how much money do you think you would have got in NIL if it was available <laughs> back then? I think loaded now. Like, I think our team would have for sure been loaded. It was, it was stacked. It was stacked full of first rounders, guys who got drafted in the league. Absolutely. I think there's no question. Players on our team yeah. were like, we definitely would have been easy, especially after the championship game. The, mm -hmm. the, the price would have went up. <laughs> we were just talking about that before the call. That once you made that tackle against Oklahoma, like suddenly, <laughs> instantly, <skyrocket. laughs> instantly, you gotta understand. Like, like mm -hmm. YouTube at the time, I was the first person to really go like really viral on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um, YouTube viral clip. You know what I'm saying? That's when you <laughs> started like making this breakthrough. You know, what I'm imagine. <laughs> me really monetizing that right time how do you think how do you think that's going to change recruits i mean recruiting in general just like what they're going to think about now and and sort of how has it changed the game of football now that they can make money off their name image and likeness i i honestly don't know man <laughs> i i love it because now you give these families an opportunity to, to be able to come up to the games and be able to afford you know, be, uh, having a place to stay when they do come up there, mm -hmm. getting a few extra tickets. You know what I'm saying? So I think it, it, it provides a lot of a lot of good things, but it, as you know, pros and cons to everything. So you know, the bad can come out of it where it, 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 it now these kids can get big headed and. Yeah. Well, now I'm making more than my coach. Coach, you can't tell me nothing. What you talking? About? <laughs> So it can it can get to some points where it can be good and it can be bad, but 
I think, man, I, I just hope the best for these kids and they really understand the business side of this, understanding that they're they're their own brand. So now what are you gonna do for your brand? You know, how do you start really marketing this? How do I start really monetizing my brand? You know, how do I do this? What about these taxes? Who gonna help you with this? What business person I can go have these conversations with that's in my class that that's young, but they hungry and they want to know, hey, hey man, I got an NIL deal, man, and you know, I'm gonna need some help. He can give me some business pointers. So now we becoming now we become business partners. You know what I'm saying? So like it can it can be really good, but my kids really have to understand the value of it and know how to really go after it and use it for what it is. I think that that's the uh, the biggest talking point with a any recruit. If I don't know why they'd come to me for advice, but if they did, um, <laughs> or or talking to you know coaches and people involved, you know these taxes are no joke. These players are signing deals as independent contractors. They're getting their money up front and. and and they're young and they're not getting put through classes in high school telling them, hey, as an independent contractor, you got to put aside, let's call it 15 to 20 percent to make sure you're covered when the time comes to pay up. Um, and, and that money can go extremely quickly. Uh, it's mm-hmm. something that I know Florida is doing a big thing with it. Um, they've set up a department in GatorMade to make sure kids understand what to do with this money once they get it. Yeah. So, Florida, we definitely have, you know, departments for that that helps mm-hmm. is get them the resources that they need to be able to get that type of stuff, you know, done with like, those are, those are like resources we need, you know, and Billy coming in and doing this, like that's, it's big, you know, because now this is a component to where, how we can get some of these players, you know, to the university of Florida because of the resources that we do provide, you know, on top of, the great academic on top of winning championships. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Marcus Castro Walker, uh, Florida's director of player engagement and NIL. He was, uh, we had him for an interview a few weeks ago just with the press and he was very enlightening, uh, very cut and dry. He, he will tell you how it is, how this, how this game is changing forever based off of NIL. He's a uh, mm-hmm. go read up on him. Anyone listening to this, if you're curious about, um, about more. Uh, Major, I want to thank you again for joining us. Uh, we've come to the close of the show. Feel free one more time. Let everyone know where they can find your um, the work you're doing, as well as I want to throw it out there. Make sure to throw them a follow on Twitter at LilMade21, correct? I got that right? Yes, LilMade21 on all my social media platforms. So LilMade21 on Instagram, LilMade21 on Facebook, LilMade21 on Twitter, and um, LilMade21 on TikTok. Then y'all go to my YouTube channel and subscribe to Major Right. Um, and then you guys can get my Good Deed Tuesday book at goodeedtuesday.com. Then y'all can get my Major Right book from, I mean, my Major Pain book from majorright.com. Awesome. Make sure to go and do all of that. And while you're uh, while you're scouring the internet for stuff, make sure to also hit subscribe here uh, at Believe in Florida Gator Football so you'll never miss an episode like this great one we put on deck today. Uh, leave those ratings and reviews. Let us know if we're doing a good job. If we're not doing a good job, we're willing to hear it. Uh, of course, just leave a five-star, but you can say we suck under <laughs> this bad. Um, but let us know. We, we want to make sure this show is going in the direction that fans want it to go. So give us some feedback. 
shoot me an email at zachgoodallpv at gmail.com if you prefer going the old-fashioned route. Or hit us up on Twitter, myself at Zach underscore Goodall, Demetrius at Demetrius82, and let us know what you think. Uh, we'll catch up with you guys all next week, uh, hoping to bring you a lot more great Gators content down the road. Uh, for now, we are Believe in Florida Gators, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.